This is the To Health With That, Naturally Healthy in No Time podcast for big health topics taken in small bites. I'm your host, naturopathic doctor, Amy Nuzel, and this is season one, all about the MTHFR mutation. This week, we've got a bit of a strange topic. We're going to talk about your basic state, which is overmethylator or undermethylator or methylation neutral, which is essentially a mix of those two states. The reason I say it's a strange topic is because opinions in the field really differ about what this distinction means. We're all clear that there is a pattern, but we're not all clear about the causes of that pattern or what's behind the pattern. So there's several different versions of this conversation floating out there on the web. And this is a point that matters so very much in terms of finding the right MTHFR solutions for yourself. Typically, people with MTHFR mutations have one of three basic states. Overmethylation, undermethylation, and neutral methylation. And knowing your basic state can help you track your progress on your MTHFR journey. And also, it gives you some subtle symptoms to watch to know when you're headed in the right direction or away from the right direction. Undermethylation, according to the Walsh Research Institute, is the most common state at around 45% of the population. Neutral makes up another 40% of the population, and overmethylation gives us the remaining 15%, solidly holding most of the black sheep positions in families and structures around the world. Most people will have symptoms and personality traits on both sides of the spectrum, but you might notice a trend in one direction or the other. We'll talk about undermethylation first because that is, again, the most common, 45%. So typically, undermethylators are mentally healthy but overly driven, and that can swing into self-destructively overly driven at a pathological end of the spectrum. They're prone to depression, especially because of low serotonin, perfectionism, which can also look like anxiety about perfectionism, obsessive or compulsive tendencies, ritualistic behavior, but very highly motivated, addictive personality, very competitive, prone to seasonal or inhalant allergies, strong-willed, they may have excessive tears or saliva, which is called high fluidity, frequent headaches, poor concentration or mental endurance, so even though they're hyper-driven, they may reach their mental limits, right, like burn themselves down very quickly. Typically a lower tolerance for pain, they often react really well to SSRI medications, very good reactions to antihistamines, can, in the more extreme end of the spectrum, have delusions or thought disorders, and typically they have a history of high accomplishments. So the archetype for this this person is kind of that executive, right? They've always been top of their class, you know, captain of the team, they're the high achievers, which is amazing. That's a positive trait, right? It just has a little bit of a darker side when it gets out of control. Neutral methylators we won't talk about specifically because they tend to have a mix of traits and symptoms from both sides of the spectrum. Overmethylators, which I am an overmethylator, this is 15% of the population. It's a much smaller group, and they tend to march to the beat of their own drum. So these are kind of the rebels and artists and creative types. They do also suffer from depression, although it's a more of a mixed neurotransmitter issue, a lot of times around the dopamine end of the spectrum, less often low serotonin. They can be prone to paranoia or anxiety, often a lot of head and neck pain, upper body structural pain, highly creative and often gifted artists or musicians, 
low motivation and actually, you know, this is what um, the Walsh Institute has said is low motivation. What I see more often is that global motivation is low, right? Like they're not interested in doing what everybody else says they should do. They are very interested in doing the thing that's interesting to them. And in that area, they're almost manic in motivation. They can be prone to self-mutilation or heavy on the tattoos, piercings, body enhancements, that sort of thing. Typically non-competitive, like not competitive at all, not interested in that whole thing. Food and chemical sensitivities, much more prone to food and chemical sensitivities. Sleep is often disordered. Um, Low fluidity, so diminished tears and saliva. These people are typically highly empathetic and sensitive. They're very often restless, and, and you can see pacing or a lot of movement or agitation. Higher pain threshold. Um, ruminating, so the mind has a hard time shutting off. Tend towards uh, thicker hair, head and body, and often react very badly to SSRI medications. They do better with benzodiazepines, badly to antihistamines, and badly to estrogen therapy or birth control pills. And these people tend to be very passionate and self-sacrificing, and I think that goes along with the empathy, which again, also has a darker side, right? These are the people that will martyr themselves on the cross for a cause or, you know, get so involved in a cause or an artistic project or something that they forget about self-care. So this is one, this whole issue of over and under methylation is one area where I don't agree with Ben Lynch. And that doesn't happen very often because his research is really great. He's very thorough. And we're coming from kind of the same place educationally, right? We have sort of the same basic philosophy. So some people with the notable MTHFR expert, Ben Lynch, being one of them, if I'm interpreting his work correctly, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, Ben, seem to use the term overmethylated as synonymous with either oversupplemented or pushing methylation pathways too hard. And I'm getting that idea from a post that he put on MTHFR.net. But again, if I'm incorrect, then I will happily admit that. Others, like myself and Dr. Walsh at the Walsh Research Institute, use the term more to describe a person's basic natural tendency based on their genes, and also the way their genes are influenced by the environment, which is epigenetics. Of course, someone in this view who is over-methylated can also over-supplement, which is a different problem, but their basic state, personality traits, and natural tendencies are still those of an over-methylator. This is my basic belief because truly how often do you see the overachiever, which is the under-methylator of the family, turn into the black sheep, the over-methylator, because of a supplement, And then stop it and turn back into the overachiever. Like it just, those basic traits are still your basic traits, right? This is still your baseline. And you can certainly supplement too much or supplement not enough, but it's still, you're working within that framework. That's your basic tendency to watch. I think understanding and using both your basic state and your symptom profile can really help you to understand when you're moving towards health and more balance or in the opposite direction towards imbalance and disease. I like to think of it as pushing my own pathology. It's a great way to help you understand when you're on track, because some of these symptoms are really easy to track and might change before a serious physical issue shifts. For example, it's really easy to tell if you're having a good or bad day for ruminating, when your concentration is clearer, when you're not quite as perfectionist as you usually are, when you don't have to, you know, say, flip the light switch 18 times because that's your normal pattern. These are really easy for most people to rate on a symptom tracker, but they might not be things that they would have put on a symptom tracker if they didn't know their basic state. So more long-term issues like inflammation or blood pressure respond more slowly, but this can be very in the moment and very day-to-day. So it's a very immediate tool to help you assess your symptoms right now. 
And I have a lot of patients ask me, so will my personality suddenly be different, right? If I'm, if I'm properly methylated, if I'm optimizing this pathway, am I going to be a different human? Absolutely not. The passionate artist or activist is still going to be a passionate artist or activist, but they'll be more balanced and more able to keep themselves healthy while being that passionate activist. Likewise, the highly competitive overachiever will still be a highly competitive overachiever, but they'll be better able to take care of themselves, take breaks for sleep, not push themselves so far into damage in order to overachieve. Balancing your methylation doesn't change who you are. It helps you to unlock the best of you. Thanks so much for tuning in, and if you can, give me a shout and let me know if you're an overmethylator, an undermethylator, or methylation neutral. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks.